Warning, like the Spider-Man suit, this podcast may cause itchiness and or right up in the crotch. Listener discretion is advised. On this episode of the Retro Rewind Podcast. Reflux Welcome, Rewinders and new listeners to the Retro Rewind Podcast, where we take a fresh look at movies and games from 15 or more years ago. I'm your captain of the pod, Francisco Ruiz, and I'm joined by your XO and mine, Paul, the Master Interrupter Powers. Hey, everyone. It's your friendly neighborhood podcaster. (laughs) Also for this discussion of the film Spider-Man Dos, we welcome back aboard an award-winning broadcaster, Christian Uncle, and one of the kings of the Kings of Sports podcast, Brother Nate Milton. Welcome back, Brother Nate. What's going on, everybody? Thank you for having me back. I would have been back sooner. Ladies and gentlemen, but here's what happened. I'm going to be real oh, with the listeners. Hey, hey, right now. Th- this is not, we did not go over this, brother. <laughs> I mean, we, look, you guys are two of the most honest people in the podcast world. So we have to be honest with the listeners. And That's here's true. what happened. Okay. Last time I did the rush hour episode and then things were great. We were going to do another episode mm-hmm. and, and I was excited, Paul. And, and you know this story. I walked into Francisco's office and I'm like, ready to do another show, boss. This is going to be great. There's just one thing. I need an advance before the next show. And Francisco just laughed at me and laughed at me and laughed at me. And that's why I haven't been back in over a year because I felt some type of way after that interaction. Oh, you're, you're serious? <laughs> yeah, I haven't gotten my, my – I still have back payments owed to me, so mm. don't worry about it. <laughs> there's no advance coming. <laughs> we should form a union, Paul. Okay, you know I what? I don't think there's anything to union against. <laughs> uh, Brother Nate, Brother Nate uh, you know what? I don't have uh, – I, I can't pay you in advance, but what I can do is because this is your third time on the podcast, I can make you an uh, official member of the crew. Brother Nate, All congrats. Right. You have earned wow. the rank of shipman. Thank you so much. For being Thank on, you, sir. Of course. What department would you like to be a part of? Ooh, um, let's see. Where's the department that handles, uh, you know, the easy answer would be communications, <laughs> but I want to be around the food, even though that's breaking one of my New Year's resolutions. <laughs> so put, put me in the galley. Yes. All right. Now we have two people in the galley. Yes, we'll be eating like kings. Kings of sports, maybe. Ah, ah, ah. Um, awesome, brother. Nate. But th- yeah, thank you so much for coming back. Even though it has been a while, uh, it, I hopefully it won't be that long before we have you back again. Uh, but now that you have a quick flyby of who we are, Paul, can you give us a quick overview of, of the production specs for Spider-Man 2? Right. Spider-Man 2 was released June 30th, 2004. It runs two hours and seven minutes for the theatrical version. But wait, there's an extended version with more. (laughs) It's rated PG-13. It's directed by Sam Raimi, with lead stars being Tobey Maguire, Kirsten Dunst, and Alfred Molina. The music was composed by Danny Elfman, who also composed the first Spider-Man. Okay, and you ready for the box office? I am. All right, let's play the box office game. Spider-Man 2 was made for about $200 million. Wow. Whoa. And it earned almost $800 million oh at the box gosh. office. Worldwide. 
Jeez, talk very about nice. Making, talk about getting an advance. You can talk to them. <laughs> <laughs> All right, but given this fact and the fact that there are currently nine other nine Spider-Man movies in the Spider-Verse, this includes the recent Venom movie, or and more recently the Spider-Verse. Oh, okay. Uh, how high do you think it ranks in the box office among the other nine Spider-Man movies? Wait, there's only nine now? There were eight last time. There are nine. But you, but if you're including, or you are including, including Venom? Including this one, there are nine. And including Venom, though? And Spider-Verse? And All Far right, From let's Home? let's go over this, shall we? <laughs> there's the first three Spider-Man. Okay, first three. There- there's Spider-Man, um, Amazing Spider-Man. There's one two of two. those. Yeah. Okay. Five. Two of those. Okay. Okay. There's uh, the Spider-Man, uh, the 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 Tom Holland one. That's uh, Homecoming, Homecoming and Far Homecoming. From Home. Far From Home. Okay. Okay. So we're at eight. Eight. Yeah. And then into the Spider-Verse. Yeah. And then Venom. And, and Venom. So ten. All right. So I lied. <laughs> <laughs> I can't count. <laughs> You know what's weird? Okay, this is the weird... Well, all right, never mind. It's too long of a story. It's not worth it. I'm going by the numbers.com and they tricked me. But uh, okay. there are 10. Okay, ten. so okay. out of the 10, <laughs> yes. Uh, where does this movie, Spider-Man 2, come in? For box office. Okay. For box office. Between 1 through 10. Brother Nate, what would you say? I would have to say that like that's an impressive box office but as we know with inflation numbers rise sure. over the years and yeah. so i'm going to save the top spot for one of the newer spider-mans but i'm gonna say spider-man 2 uh did well enough that it held on to the second spot number also. two awesome yes dale says number three hafner says number four lopan the man agrees with uh brother Nate says number two uh, for me, I'm gonna I'm gonna guess number three. I think it is still up there, but uh, number three is my guess. All right, you guys need to go a little further down because it is number six. What? Wow. It, okay, that's nuts because it was number two when we when we did Spider Man one in the box yeah. office rank. Well, let's let's put it this way: the the latest Tom Holland Spider Man movies, two of them are in the top three. <laughs> wow, that's nuts. The, the Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse, surprisingly, as popular as it is, is number 10. What? Yeah. That's, I was expecting that to be at one, if not. I mean, I really thought that was really up there. Wow. 10? It oh. hasn't broken over 400 million yet. What? That's wow. a travesty. Travesty. Not showing what I think of that movie at all. Um, anyway. But, <laughs> That's awesome, Paul. Thank you for those factoids. And let's see if any of them factor into our memory mind meld or subsequent roundtable discussion, which we'll get to once Alice has located our target film. Alert! Alert! Approaching target. Spoilers incoming. Establishing analysis vector. You're such a mystery. If you knew who he was, would you tell me? There are bigger things happening here than me and you. Tell everyone to hang on! She can never know the truth. Because the ones I love will be the ones who pay. She's behind the mask. The story continues June 30th. The story may continue June 30th. But do we remember what happened June 30th, 2004? I mean, really remember. I mean, we probably woke up 
got her clothes on and went to see Spider-Man 2. Or maybe not. But no, here's naked day. <laughs> here's what <laughs> we collectively remember about the film Spider-Man 2. Bring it on, cheerleader gets engaged to a Marine. Meanwhile, Pierre Parker deals with heartbreak, meets a new mentor who definitely won't go insane like his last mentor and tries to pay his rent. Doc Ock shows uh, too much trust to his robo arms and fights Spidey on a train that then needs to be stopped from derailing because they're New Yorkers over here. <laughs> uh, Spidey is able to stop Doc Ock from making a new son and Mary Jane dumps a Marine and gets engaged to color boy from Pleasantville. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Go get him, Tiger. Uh, well, I don't think he was a Marine, actually. I think he was in the Air Force. So. Yeah. Well, yeah, he's an astronaut, but most people that are yeah, become astronauts are from the <laughs> Air Force. Yeah, we don't like that guy. <laughs> wow. Based on those memories, as flawed as they somewhat were, uh, what rating did they lead you to predict for this movie, though, before rewatching it? A classic, nostalgic, or tragic? Uh, Brother Nate, what did you? what was your prediction? I mean, it should be no surprise. Like, I have, I was telling Paul before the show, I hadn't watched this movie back in probably about five years, but even then, the reputation precedes itself. Ooh. So this has to be, in my estimation, I'm predicting it's going to be a classic. Classic. All right. Paul, did, did the reputation for it precede itself to you? As awkward as that sounded. Yeah, I was trying to figure that out more than just giving you the answer, which was classic for me. I predicted classic. Classic as well. And you know what? I, I was in solidarity with you guys. I predicted classic uh, also. It'll be interesting to see if those predictions come true. But first, let's get into our, our discussion of the things we liked most about Spider-Man 2. Let's spin up our... Best three. Best three. Uh, okay. So let's begin, as we like to, with our guest, Brother Nate. What was one thing you liked about Spider-Man 2? Okay, one thing I really liked about Spider-Man 2, and you already alluded to it mm. uh, when we were going over our, our, our mind meld there, yeah. Francisco, and it's it's the New Yorkers. Yeah. Because uh, <laughs> I think New York, maybe even more so than the first movie, New mm -hmm. York is a character of its own. Like, we start the film with uh, Asif Manvi playing Peter's boss at the pizza parlor. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, you know, we've got the 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 uh, lady that's playing like the Spider-Man theme. Yes. Yeah. Out in the streets. You know, we, we, of course, get the New Yorkers on the train in a big yeah. train scene. One of my favorite bits, and it's like inconsequential to the movie, is when uh, Donnell Rawlings from Chappelle show is like, hey, Spider-Man just stole that guy's pizza. Yeah. <laughs> like, doesn't, doesn't really have anything to do with the movie, but it's like New York is really a character in this film, and, and there's so nice. many kind of colorful side characters, and I like that. Okay, yeah. I, I You know what? That totally just like washed over me. I didn't even pay any attention, but you're absolutely right. It oh definitely... Gosh. How could you not? That goes right into one of my likes and mm -hmm. that I really enjoyed. There were a lot of moments, a little bit of humor in there. Like, I agree that, mm -hmm. that he stole that guy's pizza is my favorite line there, but there's <laughs> other things in there. Like, all of a sudden, the the stove catches on fire. There's some gags and some funny lines that... My back! Really... My back! Yeah, I'm back! <laughs> I'm back! Ow, my back! Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, there are 
and it was unexpected to have a lot of these little moments of humor that I enjoyed Pepper. Yeah, the movie. totally. Absolutely. Um, the humor was actually not one of the things I liked about this movie. I mean, I liked it, but it didn't okay, make my okay. top three like list. Uh, I actually really, really, my first like actually starts with the movie and it's that opening, uh, of all the, yes. like, it's not watercolor, the artwork. Yeah. The comic book style, like Norman Rockwellian. Yeah. I'm not sure who the artist was artwork that totally recapped the first movie in a, just such a beautiful way. I really yeah. appreciated that. And it was a, a great way to intro a movie. It, I, I, I thought the, like the web lines going back and forth and revealing stuff was a bit much. I thought that was a little overused, but the, the artwork was beautiful. And I really, really, I thought yeah. that was much better than like an opening, like exposition scene of like, or people like, Oh, yeah. you remember? Hey, it's been so long since that thing happened a while ago, which let me tell you about, <laughs> because obviously you don't remember it. I mean, really, I'm just recapping for the audience. <laughs> Um, so I, I appreciated that about Spider-Man too. That would have been the fourth thing on my list. Of oh, really? Was the opening credits. I think it was the art looked like Alex Ross, but Alex it's Ross, definitely okay. yeah. not white text on a black background. <laughs> no. <gets> applause <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. It, I, whoever, it reminded me of whoever, uh, drew the picture of the, and so this goes back to when me and Paul lived in the dorm together at college he had this, uh, this like thing that hung from the ceiling that was Superman sort of changing into multiple. Oh, and he's going to show us. Yes, that exactly right there. Yeah. <laughs> Enhance zoom. Um, ah. <laughs> uh, so oh. that uh, it sort of turns and shows different, uh, Spider-Man in different, uh, yeah. Uh, sort of opening up his suit and showing his emblem and becomes Superman. Anyway, it reminded me of that artwork. Is that Alex it's Ross? Al- mm-hmm. Alex Ross. Okay. Yes. Okay. Gotcha. Now that we've gone from that detour, let's circle back to Spider-Man 2. Uh, Brother Nate, what's something else you liked? Okay, well, see, you and, and, and Paul just took us on a bit of a journey, you know, back into your college days. And, <laughs> and a journey that we took on in Spider-Man 2, guys, was an emotional journey. So mm-hmm. I think the second thing I liked oh, the most man, yeah. was how they used uh, Uncle Ben and Aunt May. Oh, in this really? Because in the first movie, Aunt May really wasn't like a big, part of the movie she was you know the damsel in distress she had the weird relationship with norman osborne slapping the hands norman wait until we say grace norman <laughs> yeah uh but in this one like there are some really emotional moments like when peter tells her about how he could have saved uncle ben yeah or mm-hmm. when uh when like peter gives up being spider-man and she gives him that speech, you know, that there's a the hero in a all hero. of us. Yes. And and I thought like she did really well. And then the actor that played uh Uncle Ben when they came back in like the little dream mm-hmm, state, yeah, I that thought was that would have him back. Yeah. Eh. That was really uh <laughs> like I for, I forgot <laughs> I forgot how uh emotional this movie was because I hadn't seen it in a mm-hmm. while. And I think maybe the fact that, you know, I'm older now and no, you know sure. the uh, like my parents and other adults that I look up, looked up to growing up, they're older now and there's, you know, yeah. mortality thing there. Exactly. Like those yeah. scenes to me kind of hit a little bit harder this time watching the movie. Totally. So it's that- like you matured and able to appreciate the emotional yes. journey. Exactly. Cause I know probably when I first saw this back in, in 04, I probably was like, man, let's get through these scenes. I want to see <laughs> Spider-Man here. Yeah. 
Enough of this. Cliff. Get these old people off the screen. Yeah. Yeah. What is this geriatrics? Cliff Get Robertson. What are you trying to pull here, Go Amy? <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know where that accent's coming from. <laughs> that's hey, fine. Forget about it. Yeah, exactly. Right. Forget about it, Ramey. Uh, but but you know, kind of bringing us back to those dramatic scenes. I did have a question for you and Paul Francisco, like. When Aunt May is giving that big speech to Peter, you know, the speech that really kind of turns him around and makes mm-hmm. him put the uniform back on or the costume back on. Yeah, yeah. In that moment, do you think that she knows that Peter is Spider-Man? Oh, oh good. I would say. You know, I always thought I she did. I was going to say no, but now that you ask that, I'm thinking, well, maybe she did. I she's like, I, like I, she's asking very specific or saying very specific things. Yeah. yeah. That would, affect peter if he's spider-man like yeah such a kind courageous person you you have to give up some things to sacrifice for the city <laughs> like spider-man don't you know like it's almost like she's winking at him exactly yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah maybe I, she's just passing along just good moral advice uh, uh, I guess not. <laughs> well and but the thing is she she points out like guess who he who uh little harry or little ben wants to be why would she even bring that up if mm. if it was because she knew it was spider-man and i think she knows she has hey, an inkling that you know who's a hero not this guy killing uncle ben but spider-man who just <laughs> saved me <laughs> oh my god <laughs> like i i don't think she 100 percent knows but i certainly think like she she has her suspicions yeah, about peter yes exactly 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 and plus we all know she is such a great uh sort of witness in my cousin Vinny that uh she's able to deduce these things <laughs> what <laughs> i'm i'm being all meta okay about the little youths what are you talking about here marissa marissa tomei is oh, my cousin okay. that's another spider-man she's movie. the aunt and yeah the latest uh, she's aunt may right in the latest yeah. spider-man and, movies because we went from uh i forget <laughs> the lady in the Raimi spider-man we go from her to sally field uh, to marissa tomei <laughs> Let's see. Her name is Rosemary Harris, played. uh, Rosemary Harris, which I think looks the most like Aunt May. I'm gonna say, like, I like. No offense to Sally Field, and I think Marissa Tomei's great in the new Mm Spider-Man, but I, I like my Aunt May looking old. Yes, I agree. Like Like, decrepit. Yes, she's a few years away from the Crypt Keeper. Yes, yes. Like Marissa Tomei's maybe ten years older than me. Like I don't need an Aunt May that's around my age. Yeah, I can see that. I can see that. Oh my word, guys! Okay, uh, Paul, <laughs> what oh. was Aunt May one of your likes, or was what was something else you liked? I did like Aunt May, but the uh, the character, actually, actor, I really enjoyed watching the most was James Franco in this. It, it's been a really? while since I've seen this, but his emotional uh, almost vengeance, if you will. Mm-hmm. Uh, really i think really grounded this movie and it, mm. and his his crying scenes were a lot better than anybody else's when he was crying <laughs> throughout the movie um <laughs> I, I have a question for you this ties into james franco and i'm gonna get there but uh there's an extended edition or a 2.1 version which version did we all see i think i just saw whatever one was on netflix which i imagine is the theatrical yeah yeah, I, I saw the uh, theatrical on uh, YouTube. I, they, they had the extended, 
but I was like, let me just watch the regular one because I don't know which one you guys are going to be watching. Yeah, gotcha. no, theatrical one is safe. I actually watched the the two point one version, oh. and in that has uh, it has some extra scenes, about ten minutes worth of extra. A lot of scenes are just like anywhere from you know five seconds to actually almost a whole minute longer. Hmm. Uh, one of those is actually during the uh, the birth Peter's birthday at towards the beginning of the movie. Uh, James Franco's character actually lightens up and says, look, I'm sorry. I I should be more focused on you. It's your day. It's your birthday. So it kind of gave him that duality thing that I thought was really, that would have really helped the character, the theatrical version. Yeah, totally. Ground him a little more. So there are some kooky things in the extended version that, you know, like Jonah Jameson dressing up as Spider-Man, which, (laughs) Oh my God. Really weird. (laughs) That is weird. Um, but, or, or that awkward long elevator scene is even more long. <laughs> in the, in the I, I actually thought but, that was funny, but okay. But there are some extra scenes in it as mm-hmm. well. So if you have a chance, I'd recommend. If you're going to watch either one, I'd actually recommend watching the extended one. Oh, but, okay, and nice. Because mainly uh, there are some extras and it helps round out James Franco's character. It makes him a little more believable and you can see a struggle a little more. Okay. Mm-hmm. Very nice. Um, So, so the, one of the, I guess he wasn't a full out villain in this film. He becomes one in the third film. Spoilers. Uh, but I'm actually going to talk about the next thing I liked had to do Sandman wasn't in with this <laughs> the main villain for this movie. By the way, Spider-Man 3, 1 and 2 both had one villain. Did just fine. I don't know why he had to go for 3, but whatever. Mm. Off my soapbox. Um for. They actually planned on having Dr. Octopus in the first one, but oh. they said there was just so much story with the single characters, yeah. they, dev- they decided to make it each their own separate movie. I think that was great. Yes. What wisdom. Anyway, Doc Ock, I really, I, I liked Alfred Molina. He was great. Uh, he is very yeah. close to my, uh, almost close to my classic maker, but I thought it was even more impressive the what they did with his robotic arms in this film. I mean, mm, yeah. from the puppeteering to the CG, they looked so good in this movie. I was just, I was really impressed that this was a 2004 movie and those arms looked as good as they did. I was just wholly impressed with that. And like how they moved him, how he used them, it just all seemed uh, all seemed really great. So or were they moving him? Oh, <laughs> dun, 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 dun. Uh, so that was the. Last thing I liked, but now let's get to things we loved most about Spider-Man 2, our classic makers, and let's uh, begin with Paul this time. Okay. It had been a while since I've seen this movie. It may have even been since the theater or shortly after it came out on video. I don't know. It's been a while, uh, at least over 10 years since I've seen this. Mm -hmm. Um, And I remember liking it. And about one third of the way through, he starts losing his power, and I'm like... Wait a minute. He should start losing his power at like like three fourths of the way through, then come back and like triumphant. Like, what's going on here? Uh-huh. And so, about halfway through, it's like he doesn't have any power and he's moping around. And up to that point, I'm, I'm like, you know, to be honest, this movie's just kind of, uh, I don't think I could even recommend it. Oh wow, like, wow, classic <laughs> to like. I may have to rate this a tragic because. Up to this point, it's been okay. He's been Spider-Man, and then he loses it. Okay, yeah, I know. At the end, he 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 gets it. Yeah. So 
Okay, how? But that journey from him finally gaining his powers back, it brought me back to such a point where I was like cheering. I was like, oh, yeah. wow. <laughs> That's so the awesome. Fact that a movie can make me go from like, this is like almost pointless to actually cheering. Mm. I thought it was just incredible. I don't know how they did that. I don't know the exact words or to eloquent, put it more eloquently, but that's what I loved most about this. His overall arc, I think, is what you're talking about. How he, I, or the way they handled it, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Me going like, oh, I see what they're doing here. You know, it just, yeah. Yeah. Um, brother Nate was, uh, any sort of the character arcs or the story. Uh, did those make your classic makers or was it something completely different? I mean, here's the thing about this movie, guys, and I appreciate Paul, you know, kind of sharing that with us that at, at, at a certain point he wasn't on board with the movie, but they brought him back, you know? Yeah, yeah. Even though raindrops are falling on your head, Paul, that doesn't mean, <laughs> that doesn't mean your eyes should soon be turning red. <laughs> Crying's not for you, brother. <laughs> wow awesome um, cool. but i mean like you could make like i know we were only doing three things but you could probably list 10 or 15 things mm-hmm. about Whoa. this movie that that were really great and you know mm-hmm. you talk about the special effects like i think that's something we kind of take for granted now that we've got all these movies in you know 2019 2020 whenever totally, that yeah use effects so well like mm-hmm. this is back when a lot of this stuff was still in the formative stages and it yeah. looked so good. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, Alfred Molina could have been a classic maker. He was, I think he embodied Doc Ock and gave him sympathy, but also, you know, when he kind of finally turned all the way, he had such this, he was menacing, but he was funny too. Yeah. Oh, totally. Totally. Like, I, I like, <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, but I think my classic maker, and it's to me, one of the things that makes this, just such a fun movie is the train sequence. Oh, there we go. Because yeah. Not only do we get like a great fight between Spidey and Doc Ock. Oh, by the way, can... that fight is amazing, and there's an extra minute of it of in the extended edition. Ooh, so. okay. Oh, wow. Okay. okay. <clears throat> I thought Paul was going to tell us he was an extra on the train like he was <laughs> during the bone saw fight. Oh, <laughs> man. Spider Man movie. Darn it. <laughs> I didn't bring Paul back for the sequel. That's no, he did not call me back. I fired my agent after that. <laughs> but, like, you go from this great intense action scene to yeah. the moment where, like, Peter saves everybody. And then mm-hmm. they, the, the citizens, again, going back to the, you know, citizens of New York. Yeah. They pull him on the train and, and you get, like, all the various reactions. And, like, the older people are like, man, he's, He's just a kid. I got yeah. a son that age, even though Toby Maguire was like 48 when they filmed this movie. <laughs> no, but that's he what, was. That's <laughs> he was Aunt May's age. Yes, he was Aunt May's <laughs> age. Um, but like, and the kids that come up with the mask and they're like, we won't tell Spider-Man, yeah, we promise. So sweet. And it's like just a great scene. And then it yes. just leads to the citizens like standing up to Doc Ock, which mm. I think is a, like, yes, it's kind of a classic comic scene, mm-hmm. but it's also like, yeah, regardless of what's kind of going on in the world, if people unite, mm-hmm. even if they're uh, overmatched, yes. like they can yeah. have an effect on something. And like these people, at least for a little bit, were able to protect Spider-Man until Doc Ock was like, yeah, I'm through with you guys. Yeah, exactly. Okay, you can be in the way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Gives but, us all a chance to be heroes. Or yes. fodder. Yeah, <laughs> it's a thin line. Yeah. <laughs> and you know what? I I I 
I I think that's a great classic maker, Brother Nate, especially since that's the exact same classic maker I have. <laughs> what? You and Dale, too? <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, that that train scene was just so great. Other than Toby Maguire's very memeable, I'm about to poop out a log expression. It was... It hey. was <laughs> in either way i know i know it's totally is believable how he's looking and i appreciate him committing to that uh but it just does look so awkward out of context anyway but yeah the the setup of them like fine on the train then in the train and seeing spidey move so so quickly and uh, dexterously through it and then uh, and then stopping everything by like figuring out, okay, what do I have to do to, to get through this? It's just, yeah, I, I love that whole set piece so much. It's, it's very, it's a, a great, a great, uh, it's, I mean, obviously it doesn't end the movie, but it's pretty close to the end. And it's just a, a, a great sort of, uh, I said set piece already. So I'll say set piece again. <laughs> well, so those were the things we loved most about Spider-Man to, oh, but, Okay, well, see, I'm rusty. You guys, you guys gotta forgive my rustiness. I would forget one other thing I liked. You made a metal, and someone washed you with the ocean waves, and now you're rusty. <laughs> no, I mean, I'm I'm sort of slow to this podcasting because it's been a while. So I will say one other thing I liked was Spirit Blade Productions. Since 2006, Peter Franson has been operating Spirit Blade Productions to create entertainment and resources that equip, encourage, and inspire Christian geeks. And soon after starting the indie studio, Pater expanded to include a ton more content and community under the banner of Christian Geek Central. I am personally a big fan of what Pater is doing, and he has launched a Patreon so that you and I can help keep his ministry going and growing. Not to, not to mention, you can support and unlock fun rewards uh, for you to enjoy. Uh, and some of the ones he's unlocking now is he's uh, doing this sort of season of piloting new types of content from commentaries to uh, Let's Play videos. And so uh, you can support him in that uh, by going to spiritblade.com or christiangreekcentral.com. That's great, Francisco. But his name's Peter, not Peter. I didn't say Peter. I know. So what does this have to do with Spider-Man 2? Oh, 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 I see what you're saying. You're trying to throw me for a loop. Well, uh, you know what? Uh, Pater covers. Uh, he, he has this whole series called um, <laughs> something about comic books. What is Spider-Man it? Spider-Man 2? No. <laughs> he's, he's actually more of a DC fan. So, so maybe this doesn't really have, except for the comic link, I guess this doesn't have a whole lot to do with Spirit Blade, Paul. Are you there? Are you happy? Are you happy? Sounds comical to me. Uh, uh, uh. As, as, as Aunt May would say, it's all right, Peter. We can't <laughs> hold me, Superman. <laughs> well, you're, you're not Superman. That, that was the line. That was yeah. the line, yes. But okay, fine, Paul. You want to have something more related to Spider-Man 2? How about some trivia? Yes. Exactly. All right. Well, did you all realize that as a possible setups for future films, Spider-Man 2 features two other villains from the comics? John Jameson, son of J. Jonah Jameson, is the man-wolf, and Dr. Kurt Connors is the lizard. Uh, both are... Wait, jack- where did Dr. Dr. Kurt Connors? When, when was he featured? He's the guy who tells uh, Parker, you don't look good. Oh my gosh. Oh, oh really? I know. I know. Yeah. Oh. He's one of my friends. You better ace that paper because I'll know if you're slacking off. 
Oh, oh, I thought he was the doctor that told him like (laughs) he's sitting on his bench as the doctor's checking him up. What in the middle of the movie? Never mind. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) All right. So extended cuts. You had to be there. Yeah. 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 Exactly. Yes. All right. Never mind. (laughs) Anyway, uh, both uh, the man wolf and lizard are Jekyll and Hyde type tragic villains in that they are good hard men who are transformed periodically against their will into their vicious animal based alter egos. Just like the green gob. My question for you guys, if you had a villainous alter ego, I mean, maybe you do and we just don't know, but if you, if you had or have one, what animal form would it take? So I'll ask Paul that first. Mm. Great question. Um, I'm not really sure. So off the top of my head, I'm going to go with what my Patronus is in uh, Pottermore. And that's a fox. A fox. Okay. Yeah. Foxy man. So, gotcha. Yeah. It could be, no, be kind of <laughs> sneaky and kind of, you know, if, okay. if I if I gave into my dark side, it, it would be kind of more on the sly side. Sure. I, I see that. I see that. Uh, how about you, brother Nate? Well, I'm, I'm a Leo. Uh, <laughs> Roar. I I enjoy fine. I enjoy fine books and long walks on the beach. This um, isn't your dating profile, <laughs> brother Nate. <laughs> uh, but but uh, being a Leo, I'll go with a lion. Okay. I think that lion's ferocious and the yeah. king of the jungle. Totally, very nice. Yeah. I like it. <laughs> <laughs> so we're both cats, friends, uh, Paul. Yeah. Well, are is foxes cats? Cat? No, fox is a dog. I, I think. Is a it fox a dog? Is a dog? Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's a type of dog. I don't know. It has pointy ears, and I don't know. That's a good question. That's is it just a. It was a bad boys too. He's like, it's, what kind of rat is that? It's a marsupial. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I think a fox could be either, depending on its company. Okay, guys. Yeah, depending on who's drawing the fox. That's true. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure we're being very scientific here. Yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, for me, I'm probably gonna pick. I mean, a rat, I think, would be probably my spirit animal, uh, some sort of rat form, like a were-rat or something. Um, like, my favorite animal is a wolf and an orca, but I don't, it shouldn't be my favorite animal. I think it should be something. Is a wolf orca? <sighs> a were-orca. <laughs> <laughs> that produces hair on a full moon. <laughs> Man-bear-pig. Uh, no, okay. So, anyway, so those are the... <laughs> we have a fox we have a lion and we have a rat so don't eat me guys don't eat me anyway uh yeah that's our trivia for this time that's great francisco great trivia but now is our first listener question of the year 2020 so the question is how many movies have we covered on the podcast not just this year but all time that these movies have cast Alfred Molina in them. Yeah. I can think of one. What? Which one? one? (laughs) (laughs) Well, you you could send that answer in, but that'd be wrong. Uh, Send your answers. Do you have to name them or just guess a number? They have to. Oh, you know what? That's a good point. You have to name the movies. And so list out all the movies and that will be the number of movies. Here's the hint, everybody. Don't tell Francisco this, but here's one. Spider-Man 2. Whoa. Why are you giving it away, Paul? Jeez. I know. I said don't tell. Anyway, Anyway. 
Send your answers to trivia at retrorewindpodcast.com. So email your answers to trivia at retrorewindpodcast.com. By the time we record the next episode, which gives you usually a week and a couple days, uh, we will draw a winner of, uh, we'll draw a winner of a Twitch subscription to our channel from the correct answers provided. So you get, uh, you get access to our emotes, you get, uh, the bonus content. Uh, if you're not a patron, uh, you get that as well, or you get, Patrons get bonus content. I'm saying you'll get that as well. Yes, like the bonus content on the back of Spider-Man 2, though we don't have uh, documentaries or featurettes or commentaries on this podcast. That'd be interesting. Uh, we all come back for a commentary on the podcast itself. Yeah. Man, that'd be hard to listen to. <laughs> it took us all night to figure out whether a fox was a cat or <laughs> Could have Googled it, but no. Can you believe that me and brother Nate had the same classroom maker. I mean, what are the odds? <laughs> that is boring. <laughs> anyway, now that we have ha- all had some trivial fun, let's find out what memories you, our awesome rewinders had about Spider-Man two. Uh, I'll begin. LJ Lowry says the best Spider-Man movie period. David Gardner says the quandary. Is the tentacles controlling Doc Ock, or is Doc Ock controlling the tentacles? Either. Or both. Uh, Kevin, jo- <laughs> Kevin Joshua Burnham says, Absolutely love this movie. One of my favorite superhero films. I enjoy the homage Sam Raimi shows towards his own film series, The Evil Dead, with the 1973 Oldsmobile, Delta 88, uh, Bruce Campbell's Bruce Campbell's cameo, and the Doc Ock surgery scene. Also enjoyed the style and the story. And then, and then he adds as the Dapper Man, with great power comes great, comes a great electricity build. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Well, if you want to kickstart the sun, you you gotta, you gotta, you gotta put in the shekels for that electricity. Anyway, a bolt of lightning. (laughs) (laughs) Drew Dodgett says, the power of the sun in the palm of my hand. Exactly. Uh, Wardell White says, one spirific movie. Though dark, it was just as fun as the first. Alvin Molina was great as Doc Ock, and Toby, Toby Maguire was probably at his best as Rainey's, or Raimi's Peter Parker. I would say a classic. Andrew Simpson says, an amazing train fight. Yep. Yeah, amazing Spider-Man. Amazing. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I didn't pick up on that. Thank you, Paul. Uh, Celeste Moore says, Doc Ock was great. Francis <laughs> Boykin says, best one of that trilogy. In my opinion, the only Spidey movie that tops is the Spider-Verse. Mm. Uh, Steve Hamilton says, the coffee shop in NYC, but really it's the back lot at Universal Studios. I'm pretty sure I've seen this shop in uh, pharmaceutical, car, car insurance, coffee, Pepsi, and snack commercials. <laughs> I could go on, but you get the point. I really enjoyed the part in the subway car where everyone picks him up. In today's uh, world, everyone would be taking selfies with him and posting it rather than helping him out. <laughs> True. Right. So anyway, Alex Ortiz says, so Otto powers his doohickey with <laughs> tritinium size of a marble. His smart arms can't contain the fusion beams, builds an even bigger doohickey with tritinium, now the size of a softball. For some reason, still thinks those same arms will contain its fusion beams. Let's talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I think the ones he built in that like shack by down by the river are were a little bigger the the 
Yeah, to match the the softball size. Yeah, but uh, yeah, it doesn't seem to really make sense. Uh, Aaron Wallace says, the way I feel about Toby M- McGuire as Spider-Man is kind of like how Michael Scott feels about Toby Flenderson. Nope, don't like that. <laughs> well, there you go. There you go, indeed. Uh, well, I guess we'll, you know, go along. We'll keep this train going. See, the train, train mm. soon. Uh, 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 with, from Aaron's comment, because it leads us right into the things we didn't like about Spider-Man 2. It's time for our... And let's begin again with Brother Nate. What's something you didn't like about Spider-Man 3? You said there was like 10 to 15 things you liked. Was there anything you didn't like? I mean, finding things to dislike in this movie, they're all going to be nitpicks, at least for me. Mm, no, um, negative. Know, I can I can lend you some. Because <laughs> <laughs> um, like, there's stuff that I don't like, but I mean, there's there's no such thing as a perfect movie. Oh, there sorry, we yeah. go. That's the right attitude. Uh, oh, oh, so we can do Princess Bride now? But one one thing I didn't like, uh, and uh, I think Paul alluded to it earlier when he was talking about James Franco mm-hmm. and how good James Franco was. And I forgot. I was surprised. Mm-hmm. Uh, that James Franco was that good in this movie, mm-hmm. just or that because he was in this movie. <laughs> yeah, well, because like re- like recent James Franco, he's kind of playing a type. Yeah, yeah. You yeah, know, yeah. he's either super intense or he's a stoner frat guy. <laughs> yes, like there's no middle ground for James Franco, and so well, when I, you've been acting for 127 hours, you sort of get to that I, point where you're just it's, uh, it's just natural. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, but I think. They they did too much with Harry in this movie, and oh. maybe maybe the extended cut would have worked better because, uh, like Paul said, it fleshed out his character a little bit. But I felt like they didn't give us enough time for the Harry storyline to breathe. Mm. It felt yeah like he turned a little too quickly. Yeah, on Peter, he was and still I a thing from the last movie. Yeah, I think they could have let that storyline between Harry and Peter kind of grow a little bit, especially knowing what they ended up doing in part three. Yeah. I think what, like the Harry we got at the end of the movie could have been a, like a big part of, uh, the third movie instead of let's, let's just put Harry in, in the goblin glider and let's get that going. So yeah, I think they exactly. missed an opportunity to kind of let, Harry and Peter's relationship kind of play out more. Yeah. I, th- I, I thought it was subtle enough. Well, speaking of which, the ending of the movie, a coworker of mine pointed this out at the wedding, uh, that doesn't take place, but Harry mm. there. Yeah. He has on a dark green bow tie. Oh, I didn't notice transformation. that. That was like right after he finds the green goblin stuff. Oh, wow. So, I mean, th- I mean, that is to be fair though. That is Norman said, avenge me. By yeah. wearing a gaudy tie <laughs> to Mary Jane's wedding. <laughs> it was Ex- subtle. His enough. exact words. Yeah, in the extended. In the extended. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's in the extended, extended. Exactly. The extended, extended, yes. Oh, my goodness. Uh, okay. So that you wish you had seen more of their relationship. I get that. Yeah. Paul, were there- I think, again, no. And, and part of this, part of that, Francisco, is just <laughs> knowing what happens in part three. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it, it, like if that had transpired differently, maybe this would have been the perfect setup for that. But given exactly, how, yeah. yeah. Uh, Paul, were there any relationships you felt weren't, didn't connect for you or? Oh, sure. But um, unlike brother Nate here, I have a ton of uh, dislikes about this. <laughs> Not a ton, a lot. Um, but any one of these could have been my tragic maker. Honestly. Whoa! Oh my gosh! Uh, wow! 
Yeah. Um, one of them, for We're- some unknown reason, <laughs> mm. Spider-Man just loves to take his mask off throughout this film. <laughs> and if you're watching the extended edition, no, no joke, in the extended edition, there are extra scenes with him taking the, the mask off even more. Like it, when you're standing <laughs> on top of a building or, you know, you, you, you get done falling off the side of a building or whatever, you're, you're on a train. You know what? I'm going to take a breather and take my mask <laughs> off. It's like, Part of the thing is hiding your identity so that the, your people closest to you don't get hurt as yeah, much. Yeah. Mm. And and you know what? Hold on. In my rant here, let me just take off my mask <laughs> and breathe a little bit. <laughs> it just kind of doesn't make sense for a superhero movie where that's a key element. Sure. It's some summertime in New York is very hot. It gets get very that. humid. <laughs> and, and apparently, it's it's hard to breathe in that, you know, or something. <laughs> I don't know, but you know, it's very humid and it's not super. <laughs> that's fair that's fair paul well uh for me mine sort of i guess i guess it depends on how you take it my my dislikes could range more than nitpick sides i suppose um and the first one i'll get to is so peter's trying to get to the play that mary jane is in uh is it great uh not great expectations what is it uh the something of wanting for fear of wanting for Something. I wasn't that interested. Sorry, what? <laughs> no, oh, and there's something of being earnest. Something, something. Oh, the importance of being impar- earnest. Yeah, that that's it? what it was. Yes. That's what it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, okay. so he's trying to get to that play, uh, and he's like going along, and then um, I think, yeah, something like hits his bike, right? And then he gets involved in catching these criminals or what have you. Yeah, the, yeah, the car scene. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. So then, so then he gets to the thing late, and Bruce Campbell's totally like giving him the business about. <laughs> Uh, oh, your shoes untied. Oh, your tie and all that. Oh, you can't come in now, huh? Now, okay, I get all that, but I've been to a few musicals in my day, and most things like that have an intermission where the doors yes. open and you're able yes. to go in. So yes. why does he not wait for the intermission and then go in? Or in? maybe he was that late. There wasn't going to be an intermission. <laughs> He's already passed that. <laughs> well, he won't know sitting outside, will he? Will yeah. he? So, I'm not Willie. Oh my God. So that was annoying to me that there was no... I mean, if they would have said, sorry, you've passed intermission. We're not opening the doors anymore. Or just something, because that was that bothered me. It's like, just wait. Maybe it was the one-act play. It was the shortened version. Mm. The bridge. No yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. sure that's... That's going to make Mary Jane Watson a star, is being a yeah. version. <laughs> hey, a photographer liked her picture and posted it all over and put it on that billboard. Yeah. All right, fine. Uh, let's go back to Brother Nate. What's something else you don't like? I mean, to, to your dislike there, Francisco, in my head canon, mm-hmm. the Bruce Campbell character is not a new character. It's the same guy <laughs> yeah, from the, the wrestling, wrestling show. Yeah. And he's. He's holding a grudge against Peter. <laughs> that's that's what it is. He's like, you you robbed me of my money. You 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 ruined my show. Randy Savage won't return my calls. <laughs> Bone saw is ready. Bone saw won't return my calls. <laughs> um, but I'm glad we're talking about Mary Jane because mm-hmm. in oh, the first movie, I really didn't like their yeah, chemistry. And, yeah. Uh, and in this movie, it's a little better, mm-hmm. but Not it's much. still like, uh, to me, it's the weakest relationship Peter has. 
Yeah. Because I think his relationship with Aunt May, his relationship with uh Harry, and mm-hmm. even his relationship with Octavius, like mm, the scene yeah. with Peter and like when he's looking at uh Octavius and his wife and yeah. sees the life he could have had, maybe. Yeah, yeah. Like I, f- I feel Peter's more connected to them than he is with Mary Jane, even though she's supposed to be like the second biggest person in this movie. Yeah, I totally see what you're saying though that their that their chemistry, yeah, is a little bit better, but still, would you say though, brother? I'm curious. No, I completely disagree with both of you, so I wouldn't say. Mm, interesting. That's why I, I said like first, I like your chemistry better in the first one than than this, but oh, I still like. Okay, it. okay, but, but I'm talking brother know, Nate right now, Paul. Like something, Master like, Interrupter. Yes, let me. I finish. heard you. I wasn't yeah. talking to you. brother nate not paul j powers wow way to call me out (laughs) you middle named me (laughs) (laughs) um would you would you how did you feel about the relationship between mary jane and uh is it john jameson the the son the the astronaut did you f- yeah. feel like they had more chemistry than him? no? Like, okay, I, I didn't think I, so either. But I didn't like him at all. Like I thought, yes, it's it's a character from the comics, and they're setting up, you know, the Venom thing, I guess, for the third movie. Mm-hmm. But I didn't like him either. Honestly, out of all of Mary Jane's kind of love interests, and it's kind of crazy to even say it, but I think I like her and Harry the best. Yeah, yeah. I can see that. I'm, yeah, yeah. If, if, if I'm giving out a ship name, I'm 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 with uh I'm Team Harry Jane. <laughs> You know what? I agree there. <laughs> I wow. they did have good chemistry. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I think I think the only thing that poisoned that relationship was uh Harry's dad. Otherwise I think they would have been great. Yeah, they would have yeah. yeah, yeah. But yeah, Harry but, listened to his dad. He uh, well, yeah. did tell. Good so. good point. But yeah, yeah Norman yeah. at the Norman was just messing up at the uh Thanksgiving yeah. meal, just yeah. putting his finger in the turkey and disrespecting Mary Jane and yeah. And Aunt May. Come Aunt, on. Aunt May. <laughs> Here's since we're talking about spiders poisoning flies in the ointment, as you will. Mm. Uh, Dale brings up an interesting question. Dale's live here in chat. You can be live here in chat too if you watch as we record these live at twitch.tv slash retro rewind pod. Anyway, he asks, did or does the idea that the Raimi movies are modeled after the three Superman movies bother you? One, the origin story. Two, the love story. Three, the dark side story. Not at all. I think those are great because uh, one is the introduction. Two, you go deeper. And three, you go to the dark side, but hopefully triumphant. The way I think one and two were handled were brilliant. Mm-hmm. Three, yeah. I think I can agree with everybody. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think I think their three had so much more potential. I think they just tried to do too much with too many villains. I think yeah. it would have made more sense to have it be an internal struggle that um peter's going i mean we we haven't given number three a proper review yet or anything but this is just from memory finished the review of second (laughs) either (laughs) let me finish the thought that that having the the venom suit on spider-man would have been and then maybe with sandman would have been a better sort of a dual villain to go up against than green goblin sandman venom i thought that was just yeah too much yeah yeah anyway did you finish what you were saying, Brother Nate, about their the them being the weakest relationship, or did you have more to say? Uh just that like I think and it's not Kristen Dunn's fault, right? 
uh, Kirsten Dunst. It's, Kirsten it's Dunst, not yeah. her fault, mm-hmm. uh, and it's not Toby's fault. Like I think both of them are doing well. Mm-hmm. It just doesn't go well together, at least in my opinion, because, yeah. like I again, like I think she's. This is probably some of her best work in the series. Like the mm. the final shot where she's kind of looking up longingly after her and Peter have reconciled, mm-hmm. but he's got to go to work and he's got to, you know, she she like she has that look where yes, I love this person, but this is how it's going to be because yeah. they have something that that's more important than me. Exactly. And that's helping people. And so I like I like what they give her character to do, especially more than than they will in the third movie, but I just don't by the romance uh, between them. That's this fair. One. That's fair. And but jumping off that last that last scene goes to something <laughs> that I just liked. And seriously, Uh-oh. Mary Jane, why are you waiting until your the day of your wedding to decide <laughs> I'm out? See y'all. Oh, you out of every, what? Out of the wedding. Like, oh, you oh. paid for this everything in this wedding. All right. Well, I've decided now. I'm going to go and. Uh, data, uh, photographers, a uh, superhero. I mean, it's just like, seriously, <laughs> I think you, emotions. I think you, but she, I'm sure she knew on some level, uh, several Don't days before all. that. And uh, it's just, it's aggravates me that she waited till the moment, like right before she's going to go down the aisle, like everyone's ready. Mm. And it's like, hey, Francisco. Yes. I've heard this thing about movies. They try to make it like the most <laughs> dramatic and use it at the most dramatic points. <laughs> what? To, like, create like the most engaging movie but mm. i do, i could what be do you wrong. know paul i, I know. mean that's, that's what i read on the internet it's probably wrong that's that's a that's a great point paul and it really like this this will really only work for for the people that are watching live but you're right because it's like you plan something and then you work towards something and then just to have somebody get up and walk away it just doesn't it's not right uh, <laughs> and brother nate walks away <laughs> All right, that well, proved my point. Yeah. See how dramatic that oh, is. Man. This, podcast, <laughs> this podcast just went to like from middling to amazing because of that. I mean, it's just wait. You, you say it's amazing. He left. No. <laughs> the how drama. Dare you, oh my gosh! Stop mutinying against me. You make it so easy. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I would say that's that makes a lot of sense, Paul. The only issue I take with that is that this happens at the end of the movie when pretty much everything's all the drama is already done. I'd say it's supposed to be settled. Yeah, exactly. It's supposed to be settled. <laughs> so I don't know. And it's not like a cliffhanger to the next movie it's as much. So I don't know. But that's that's something that I didn't like. What's something else you didn't like, Paul? Before we get to our tragic makers. Um. Okay. Another almost tragic nit maker for me is as much as James Franco acting I enjoyed, I thought some of the other acting was far less like mm. the scene, the scene where um, Toby finds out that aunt may is like being foreclosed on. And then he tells her about uh, uncle Ben, like he was there Yeah, up, up to getting, up to the point where they both start in tears. I'm not going to judge them based on on their crying scenes. I, that's fine. Mm-hmm. But the uh, the whole dialogue leading up to that, they were very stiff and very like, well, whatever. It's just like I'm here delivering my lines. And oh, I just it's just so in contrast to the rest of the film. 
there were moments like that. I'm like, okay, James Franco, you need to have like an acting class with everyone <laughs> around and like, let's, let's bring them up because you're like, you're not even like a, a B character in this. You're a C character in this and you're outshining everybody. Like, come on, people. So I just thought, unfortunately, there were some flat scenes in there that, that really drug the movie that could have made it better. Huh. I, you know, I didn't really rewatch the scene if you want. You know, it's kind of a tragic no, movie. No, I'm, here, I'm seeing, replaying the scene in my head. No, I'm not, not in your the head. Things. You remember things differently <laughs> in your head. You there know are clown costumes in my head. It's extended amazing. edition. Maybe there's 30 seconds of them yes. just looking at each other going, Ew. That must <laughs> be it. Yes, exactly. But it may, so I'll, you know what? I'll give it up to the extended edition on okay. that one. That's good. <laughs> I'm glad you've, you've found the error of your ways, Paul. By the way, just a curiosity. Here's yes. a bonus thing since I have so many things I didn't like. Wow. Going on your, uh, your, your, your emotional running away from the altar scene that doesn't make sense <laughs> in the not in the theatrical version was peter learning poetry for yeah. a girl that yes. he was supposed to be staying away from that he already rejected in the last movie what but he was oh. learning poetry to try to keep her uh, anyway oh yeah why did yeah that's a good point why yeah did... that makes as much sense mm. as leaving someone at the last minute all like right, that all so. right fine paul <laughs> fine well, before here, hey, here's what I will tell you, Francisco. And I yes. again, I can't believe I'm saying this. I think Peter had better chemistry with the landlord's daughter. Yes, Lord, I agree. I kind of wanted them to get together. I, yes. I was like, she is like I, so kind yeah. to him, and yeah, I. Yeah, yeah, they were they were sweet together. Yeah, exactly. I oh. feel so sorry for her, and I think right? she comes back second or the third one. No, okay. I haven't seen I that don't know. one. Yeah, I know that. Yeah, exactly. I've, I've blocked that film from my <laughs> But I do. I did like her. I, I I felt sorry for her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, uh, let's talk about, or before we talk about the things we feel sorry about this being in this movie the most, uh, Dale has his tragic maker, and that's Hal Sparks' elevator scene. I agree. It didn't need to hear about Spice. I thought that was funny. I really thought, I really appreciate the unco- uncomfortableness of that. No, uh, if I could edit one scene out, it would be in that scene. All right, fine, whatever. But I'm glad people enjoy it. That's right. People like Every time me. I think of that, um, Hal Sparks, you ever play Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Tournament Edition? Yes. There's a, uh, the mechanical turtle has a super move, and it, it's like something sparks, but it sounds like Hal Sparks. Like oh, really? <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> I have not played that. So if you're able to, Francisco, find the sound clip and play it here. <laughs> See if that sounds like Cal Sparks. <laughs> Thanks for giving me war work, Paul. Thanks. You're welcome. <laughs> I was like, oh, no one's talking about the soundtrack. I'm not going to have to go find a soundtrack clip this time. Okay. This will be fast. Oh, amazing. Danny Elfman. Oh, oh my gosh. gosh. <laughs> <laughs> the music is playing all over. We're out of the like section. Issue. Sorry. No can do. And then uh, Hafner's tragic maker is, I agree with Paul, how many people learn his identity. Yeah, that, that makes sense. But let's get mm. to our tragic makers, guys. And let's begin <sighs> with mine. Because it actually goes a kind of counter to, uh, I, I forget if it was you, Brother Nate, or Paul, that said um, you liked uh, 
some of the different scenes in this movie. movie. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know which one of us said that, brother Nate. We I like mm. different scenes in this movie. Hmm. I don't remember either. <laughs> okay, I'll just say here, and then you can you can rebut. I thought there was just so much screaming in this movie and the overall tone for for the film was like like it's a horror movie one minute then it's a happy go lucky raindrops keep falling on my head the next minute and then <laughs> it's true. a huge action set piece the next minute and yeah. then it's uh, a, a a wedding romance the next minute it's just like yeah. i mean it's not that abrupt but it just seemed way like the tones were way too varied for me, yeah, I this feel movie has everything. I thought that was a good thing. <laughs> I don't want <laughs> I to cry. Oh my gosh! <laughs> but I want it all to to gel together. I didn't feel like it the uh, the tone, so to speak. I mean, I I think most of it gelled together, but the the tone that the movie was striking, I felt was it felt like I was listening to pieces of music that were from different albums. Maybe it's like yeah, the same artist, but they didn't they didn't go in the same album they're from they're different albums so if oh, that makes too, sense okay too wide of a variety for yeah them. exactly it, exactly interesting so that was my tragic maker for spider-man 2 uh let's go to brother nate next all right well speaking of music i do have one minor dislike and that is that we didn't get a banger in this film like we did in spider-man 1 with hero Oh, I you needed the you, big hero song. You don't like your dashboard confessionals? And <laughs> no, no. I, I never thought I'd say this, but they're no Chad Kroger. <laughs> there's your music, Francisco. Oh, my God. <laughs> um, well, here's your tra- nickel back, brother. Nate. Ah, thank you, sir. That's, <laughs> I feel like Peter when he had to give up his $20, his last $20 <laughs> to the landlord. So sad. Oh, poor poor God. Peter. Right? Uh, <laughs> that was okay sorry to interrupt you that was one sort of tragic maker when i first saw this was like oh my gosh how beat down does peter have to be before it gets better it's just so hard to watch but oh i thought you were gonna say oh my gosh aunt may struggling with her bills and peter can't afford his apartment why doesn't he just move in with aunt may and help her with the foreclosure that's, why that's doesn't too, he actually that's, that's a, a good point <laughs> that's a really good point <laughs> anyway but brother and continue <sighs> Uh, but my, my tragic maker, and it's kind of tied to this movie as well as Spider-Man 3. Oh, okay. Uh-oh. Because I think there was a way to make this movie better and also set up things in the sequel. Like, mm. we didn't get uh, Dr. Connors in Spider-Man 3. Yeah, yeah. And I think if Spider-Man 3, you know, it, it kind of goes back to what I was talking about, about Harry and Peter and how I wish they would have kind of fleshed that out more. Mm-hmm. I would have rather liked for Spider-Man 3 to have been about Harry and Peter finally having to come to terms with this and coming to, coming to blows. But then the one thing that kind of unites them is either them finding out that Dr. Connors is the lizard and they both have to help. This person that they both kind of know, mm-hmm. or, you know, you can even bring the Venom thing back, which I I wouldn't like to see. But if they were so bent on putting Venom in the movie to kind of, you know, goose the box office, that's the thing that unites Harry and Peter. And we get rid of Sandman. We get rid of Rhino. We get rid of all these other elements. Mm-hmm. And it's just these two men who were, were like brothers and they kind of split apart. But now they have to put aside their differences to save the city. I would have liked to have seen that in Spider-Man 3, and I think 
I thought there's that... a way they could have laid the foundation in Spider-Man Two. Yeah, okay. and they didn't do that. Sure. You know, you know what, brother Nate, you're absolutely right. Even because uh, I saw not only the extended edition, but I saw some of the behind the scenes. <laughs> ah. <laughs> um, I think it was Laura Ziskin, uh, who's the producer on this, and she was saying, you know what. They would have loved to have done that, planned it all out, one, two, three, ahead mm. of time. They hired the actors. They put them on contracts for three films, mm-hmm. but they didn't have the uh, the okay from the studio They uh, to do all three at once. They, uh. they She said she would have loved to have done that, but the condition was, let's see how the first one does, and then we'll do this, you know, then we'll see, talk about doing more. Okay, let's see right. how the second one does. And then they saw how the third one do, did, so that's why they didn't do four. <laughs> Man. Seriously, they had four all lined up. And oh, really? Said, mm, four, yeah. wow. Yeah, they had a date and everything. Spider-Man Returns with Arnold Schwarzenegger as the last <laughs> Okay, everyone. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know what? Even the people who made this would agree with you, Brother Nate. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Okay, well then I guess that leaves uh, Paul's tragic maker. Oh, oh which one do I go with here? <laughs> Let me see. Uh honestly while watching it and it's hard to this this movie is dated. Um yes, I know I'm not gonna say the special effects don't hold up to today's standards, because they don't, you know. I feel um, like they do. The, well, there are a couple moments of of sorry. It doesn't matter. i that's not my all tragic right, right, maker. But what is, is, um, don't watch this in HD <laughs> mm. because there are scenes that are lit way too well. And it's a lot of them oh. that there's some, some of the dramatic lightning, lighting, sorry, especially that we talked about in Batman Returns. We talked about the dramatic lightning that really helps the, the movie, proves it. And, but this movie, I would say, it goes the opposite. It's like uh, you're seeing way down the street of a way too clean New York. Um, <laughs> in some of these scenes, it feels like it's a it, it's it's a well. It's not a set, or it is a set. It's either outside, but it's way too. It's I I want to say it's way too well constructed. It doesn't feel real enough. Yeah, and, and it doesn't, and it's. It's not like, oh, it's supposed to be stylized for a comic. Well, no, you, you know, you watch Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse for more of that feel. Yeah, yeah. But this, there's, every. I'm watching it, I'm trying to enjoy it, and it pulls me out. I'm like, going, couldn't they have done this better to make me more, feel more real, like I'm really in this world, rather than watching a pristine version of this story? See, so. Paul, I would, I'd totally buy into that, but... You're one of these people that doesn't like Christopher Nolan's Batman movies, I think because they're dark and more realistic. So what's it no, going to be? That's not that's not the reason why oh. I don't like. Oh, really? Oh, I thought yeah. it was. Oh, no, no. We're, we'll get into that soon. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I like realism. What? To a point. Oh, okay. But what I don't especially like about Oh, you'll find out. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, where's this going? We're in our tragic makers. Where else could it go? <laughs> oh, wait. Paul's still going to leave me at the aisle here at the end. So I just got to wait. Yes. There you go. Um, so that was my tragic maker. Is okay. uh, Dark Knight. The no. Dark Knight? <laughs> Batman Begins. <laughs> no. The Nolan Trilogy. That's what you're talking about? Yeah. No. <laughs> it, it's that... 
What is happening? Shiny. (laughs) (laughs) Well, with all our targeting information entered into the firing computer, Alice, do you have a firing solution for us? Firing solution complete. Rating salvo at the ready. On your mark. All right, guys. Well, moment of truth time. How do you, do we rate Spider-Man 2? Do we rate it a classic? We'd recommend anyone go out and see this film, whether or not they've seen it before. A nostalgic, it's worth your time to rewatch it if you enjoyed it when it, when you first saw it. Or a tragic, it's not worth your time, whether or not you've seen it before. Uh, don't seek out, don't carve out time to watch this movie again. All right, let's start with our guest, Brother Nate. What is your final reign for Spider-Man 2? I mean, this is just a terrible, terrible film. No one should watch it. It's so oh, super tragic. Bye. Here's the altar. <laughs> 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 no, it, it, it's a classic. Like it, It's classic. Again, not having seen it in five years, I expected it to be good. But, yeah, yeah. I, you know, it, it does. It shows its age, which... It should, you know, it's mm-hmm. 16 years old, but at the same that. time, nuts. I think, yeah, it's, it's crazy. Like, I think the things that it does well, it still does well. And they still hold up like Alfred Molina, yeah. you know, like the, the train scene, which still is one of the best scenes in any comic book movie, mm-hmm. just for the way that they're able to kind of choreograph it and, and give some resonance to it. Uh, I, I think the one thing that would keep keep it from being like my favorite Spider-Man movie ever is just that. And I hate to say it because he's been good in these first two Spider-Man movies. It's now that we live in a world where we've had Tom Holland as Spider-Man. Yeah. It's, it shows like, like again, Tobey Maguire. I love him, but nah, this, this Spider-Man can't compare to the, to the new (laughs) Spider-Man and, and Andrew Garfield don't even get on the stage, sir. You're not even (laughs) in this conversation. Uh, but but that being said, like, I think, this is an important movie too. That's the other thing, guys. Oh. Like it's 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 an important movie in terms of continuing like that trend of legitimizing comic book movies. Oh yes, absolutely. And, yeah. And showing like Hollywood that these things can make money and they mm-hmm. can also tell a good story or at least you know attempt to be more than just two hours of fights and special effects. Yeah. Like they can try to tell some story with emotion and drama. Mm-hmm. And so I, I give, uh, even though like the next film is a complete dumpster fire, <laughs> I give Sam Raimi like credit for these first two films. Yes, absolutely. Awesome. Cool. All right, Paul. Here's the thing. Oh, oh here we go. That, Uh-oh. I've honestly, well, after finished watching this movie, I've been on the fence, whether it's between, nostalgic or classic mm, okay um and as we were going over the classics i'm like yeah i think it might be and then as we're going over the tragics, <laughs> i'm going no yeah i think it might be and then now now with brother nate he's he's like he has some very good points there it might be a classic. <laughs> so francisco what do you say oh mm. this is just the worst movie ever i can't believe it mary jane <laughs> I'm kidding. No, I, 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 I had a lot of fun with this movie. I definitely would rate it a classic. It was, it, it was a joy to watch. It, it, I didn't fall asleep even though it was late. It was, is really, really, uh, I really enjoyed it as a movie. It is is worth a, worth a first time watch. I would, I would recommend watching the first Spider Man first, which we also rated, uh, I believe, a unanimous classic. 
Yeah. So, uh, but I think it's it's definitely worth a sh- uh, watch. All right, yeah, those weren't as good as Brother News. You don't want me, Paul. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, you know what? I'm gonna say classic as well. <gasps> oh, All right, my word. Barely though. Barely, I, barely. I, Barely, because I do like the first Spider-Man movie the best. That's just me. I know a lot of people like this one the best, and there are good reasons why. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I'll, I, I'll go ahead. I definitely recommend it. It's yeah. just what I recommend it to everybody. Gotcha. Eh, not not strongly. Oh, you haven't seen this? You got to see it. But if you're interested, I would yeah. say check it out. Okay. I, I'm, so, yeah. I'm very curious, guys. Who do you find to be a better... Villain, oh, Willem yeah. Dafoe as Green Goblin or uh, Alfred Molina as Doc Ock. I I think William Dafoe got a bad rep because of the Power Ranger mask he was wearing. <laughs> um, the I I I would have loved to have seen what they would have. I would love to see what they do with today's effects, mm-hmm. where they take his image and did just slightly modify it digitally. You yeah. know the the green color and the longer chin and the long you know that kind of thing because uh-huh. i think he is an amazing performer that being said it's nice to see i've i've never seen doc ock at least in the comics um with such a relatable heart yeah so yeah. for yeah. me it's 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 probably based on that i would probably swing to alfred Mar- Moline, whatever <laughs> the dude <did. laughs> Yeah, well, like Will- Willem was great. Like you can't take anything away from him. And seeing him in Spider Man Two, like the- I remember the first time I saw it, and the scene where he just kind of pops up. Yeah, you're like, oh, and- what's he doing here? <laughs> yeah, like like he's like he still has a presence in this movie, even though he- his character's dead. Yeah. Uh, so like you can't take anything away from it. But I do agree with Paul in that there is something. And again, this is another reason why I like this movie is that they're doing something different with the villain. Yeah, and it's kind of like. Nowadays, having a sympathetic villain is kind of the thing where we, right. you know, we've, we've seen like in the, in the Joker movie or yeah. with Thanos or, uh, Killmonger and, you know, villains like that, that yeah. you can kind of relate to a bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think this might be one of the first examples of that I can remember. And yeah. Alfred Molina is just like when you see him with his wife, it's like, oh, I know what's going to happen to yeah, this guy, but yeah. I wish, I wish like this piece right here that Peter is just kind of, uh idolizing and and you know that's what he wants his life to be like as a viewer i'm like oh i wish we could have stayed in this moment longer totally. because he's just so great as a mentor and yeah kind of this this father figure that peter hadn't had since his uncle died yeah exactly well that would have been great to have that last a long a little bit longer be more of a mentor in that so that when he does turn it's more tragic yeah. well that's like oh, and, and yeah. i don't Spoilers, but if anybody's played like the newest Spider-Man game, hmm. I love the story in that Spider-Man game. You know, when it comes to Peter and and, and Octavius, and okay. that's that's all I'm gonna say. All right, all right, cool, cool, cool. cool. Uh, then I guess, guys. With that being said, the Retro Rewind podcast rates Spider-Man Two a unanimous classic film. We would recommend anyone go out and see this, whether or not you've seen it before. But now, with that out of the way, it's time to get back to our own time. Good old 20XX. 20XX. Comsats online. Receiving incoming transmission. 
Does it feel good to be back? It feels very good to be back. Yes, indeed. <laughs> <laughs> How do I supposed to respond to that? Um, but you know what? We wouldn't have been able to travel back to 2004 to begin with if it weren't for our amazing reflux capacitors, namely Jared Holsauer, Deborah Powers, Brian Keane, Patrick Hicks, LJ Lowry, Chris Cowan, The Feel and Film Podcast, Chris Owens, Geek Devotions, The Untold Podcast, Mrs. Lomax, James Kennison, Gerald Hafner, Kevin Joshua Burnham, Drew of the Cell Cash, Ashley Cronenbetter, and Pastor Deuston, in addition to four other awesome patrons as well. Thank you all so much for keeping the gigawatts coming. And if you want to help keep us flying for as little as $1 a month and get bonus content for your generosity, head over to RetroRewindPodcast.com slash support to see how. And while we're thanking our supporters, we want to give a big Spider-Man hug to our subscribers on Twitch. I don't know what that's like. Maybe it's an upside down grab. I don't know. But Twitch is another way you can send us a couple bucks a month. And if you have Amazon Prime, you can subscribe for free. You can find out how at RetroRewindPodcast.com slash Twitch Prime. And Francisco is gener- gener- generously... He put up a video for you to follow along. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I was very generously putting up a video for you to follow. And I think Twitch has changed uh, how it looks a little bit, but I think it's still overall you can find what to do uh, based okay, on Okay, good that. luck with that. People. Oh my gosh. <laughs> uh, but hey, let's keep the this gratitude train going now because we love hearing... From you, be it our iTunes reviews, comments on our website, or through our contact form. And here's what some of you had to say, uh, particularly one uh, new review on iTunes or Apple Podcasts, whatever. Five stars, APK1186, an undisputed classic. This person goes on to write, The Retro Rewind Podcast is sure to become a classic for anyone to fuel their nostalgia for films and video games from 15 or more years ago. It has quickly become a regular in my podcast rotation since happily discovering it nearly six months ago. Francisco and <clears throat> Paul <clears throat> do an excellent job with their commentary and rating of classic titles. I can't recommend this podcast enough. Wow. Thanks so much, APK1186. Indeed. Thank really you so, that. so much. Retro Rewind. And thank you, everyone, for reaching out to us. That was my line, sir. I thought you said it already. <laughs> no, I was going yet. on to the next one. Yeah. And so thank you, everyone, for reaching out to us. RetroRewindPodcast.com slash 192 is the place to find timestamps for this episode, links to contact us, and links for voting on the movies you want us to review. But that's not the only place you can reach us. Paul, where else can people find the show and also yourself? Feel free to talk to us and share anything you like or find funny that is 15 plus years old on our social media. We are Retro Rewind Pod on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. You can join our Discord server by going to RetroRewindPodcast.com slash Discord. Also, I have mentioned before we are on Twitch. You can watch and chat with us live like these fine folks are doing right now that I've been ignoring for the past five minutes. Um, but not anymore hello folks you're wonderful (laughs) (laughs) yes hello hafner dale mysteria thanks for being here we're recording these podcasts live on twitch as i said we also play retro video games and when i say we i mean francisco (laughs) (laughs) pixel art 
You can follow us at twitch.tv slash RetroRewindPod. And if you want to find me, Paul J. Powers, you can go to pauljpowers.com. So stop by there and say hi. Thank you, Paul. Thank you for being an awesome friend, an awesome hero in my heart, and oh, an awesome co-host. Thanks. Of course. Uh, thanks, one to <laughs> oh, That's really sweet of you. Uh, I so appreciate getting to do this show with you. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> and a big uh, special thanks to our wonderful guest host, uh, Brother Nate. Thanks so much for coming out. We really appreciate you, you taking your time to discuss Spider-Man 2 with us. You had some good points. I like that. <laughs> Brother Nate, please tell us how to find you online. And if there's anything you'd like to promote, go ahead and let us know. Oh, well, thank you for having me again, guys. I'll be waiting for my advance, uh, Francisco. <laughs> I'll, I'll be in the galley. Uh, you know where to find me. <laughs> you want any food? Uh, but yeah, you can find me on Twitter in the number eight, M-O-Z-A-I-K at Nate Mosaic. Uh, like Francisco mentioned off the top, I am one half of the Kings of Sport podcast. Uh, myself and Marcus Vandenberg from Yahoo Sports. We've been doing the show for about six or seven years now. And, awesome. Uh, wow. Yep. So you can uh, check us out. The latest episode of the show uh, will be us talking about the national championship game coming up Uh-oh. between LSU and Clemson. Uh, so Ooh. we got that to talk about. NFL playoffs, all that good stuff. We also have a Patreon. So while you're nice. on Patreon, uh, you know, giving your hard-earned money from taking pictures of Spider-Man to Francisco <laughs> and Paul, uh, supporting them, you can... Uh, support us as well with your there last you $20 bill. Exactly. Hey, gotta Do go it. somewhere. Uh, exactly. <laughs> it's, it's gotta go somewhere. Why not to us? Uh, but patreon.com backslash the Kings of Sport. We've got, uh, as of this show, we've got over 70 hours of, uh, audio, mostly audio, but we do have, uh, some video versions of the podcast as well for the people to listen to, as well as, you know, political show. Uh, we've done MCU reviews in the past. So a bunch of stuff. On there for the for the good folks. Uh, awesome. And like I said, like there's a bunch of other shows that I do, but you can find that if you follow me on Twitter at Nate Mosaic in the number eight M O Z A I K. And uh, yeah, now I've got to go and uh, be a hero because the crime rate in, in my <laughs> town is up seventy five percent because I've been talking to you guys oh, for the last man. hour. Or so oh, you're welcome. Now you have more to <laughs> like. Wow. That, that's a random headline in the newspaper. Crime goes up seventy five percent. Yeah. Like, what are the police doing? <laughs> They're looking for Spider-Man. Jonah Jameson says, I want more Spider-Man. So I'm trying to help him. Wow. Wow. Oh, my word. Well, yeah. Thank you again so much, Brother Nate, for being a part of the show. It's it's awesome having you. And come on, let's vote up. I think I think Rush Hour 2 was the other possible one you could be a part of. Mm. Um, which yes. I think that'd be awesome. But if there's yeah other ones you'd like to be a part of, totally down for having you back on the show i was gonna say he's only allowed to be on another no. one other one <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm say, but i you're like how i like how you're coming back for these sequels like you come you're on for the original and then you join us again for the sequel i like yeah. that even the cast the same exactly yeah. <laughs> exactly i hate when they change cast members in in the middle what is that yeah val kilmer yeah. from michael keaton i mean val you're fine but i yeah <laughs> anyway Ah, so as much as I appreciate Brother Nate and Paul, um, most of all, I appreciate you. Yes, you listening right now, whether this is your first time listening to this show 
or you're part of the Rewinder community, thanks for spending time with us, and we really pray that you are more joyful now than when you first hit play. I have been and continue to be Francisco Ruiz. Find me on Twitter and Instagram at FXRUIZX, and you can hire me to do pixel art illustrations for you via Fiverr at RetroRewindPodcast.com slash Fiverr. And finally, we are proud to be part of the, the Christian Geek Central Network at ChristianGeekCentral.com. You can catch us at CGC or our website, but like a Pokemon, we got to catch you all for the next episode covering small soldiers. Tragic. I'm sorry. What? <laughs> <laughs> I actually don't know what I'll rate it. On our next episode of the Retro Rewind podcast. Or do I? Because we already. Retro Rewind mission complete. Proceed to Nap Point Omega and return to base. As everyone knows, with great podcasts come great responsibility. You use that in the first Spider-Man episode. It still holds up. It's still true. Look what we did. I don't think that was very responsible. So, hey, because you're free, nothing's worrying me. <laughs> There's your advance.